0: Welcome to another weekend bonus episode of the Tech Meme Ride Home. I'm Brian McCullough. Alrighty, as mentioned, for my birthday this year, I got my first VR rig, an Oculus Quest 2, because I figured if the Apple AR VR thingy is coming, if Facebook continues to invest heavily in VR... Then I figured it was time to, you know, maybe be not functionally inexperienced with this space, and that's already borne fruit with all of the headlines in the AR VR stuff that we've had already just this year. I have a little bit of crypto to understand that space. I'm looking to get my hands on some NFTs to understand that as well. I've got an OnlyFans account to understand the dynamics of what works in the creator economy, and that's the only reason I have an OnlyFans account, I swear. Anyway... This is just an episode of me doing research and you listening in. We're going to talk about some of the things that I've learned about VR, and to do so, we're going to talk to two folks. First, some of you might know Kyle Hilliard, because he was the host of our Gaming Ride Home podcast before the pandemic put paid to that show. He's a veteran games journalist, and actually, you can still hear Kyle talk about gaming on the MinMax podcast. There's a link to that in the show notes. Kyle helps me understand the state of the industry from a developer and corporate and startup perspective. And also, we're going to talk to Seth Rininger, who is a kind-hearted listener to this podcast, who, when I put out the word for someone to help me get onboarded with the Oculus platform, kindly answered the call and helped guide me through getting my VR legs under me. My discussion with Seth is designed to give you an idea of where VR is at at this moment. So if you were looking to give it a go yourself, you'll know the lay of the land better than I did. Please enjoy. Said uh, to me on email that so you have a, a Rift Two yourself.
1: Yes, I have. Well, I have a I have a Quest Two. Oh, Quest. I'm sorry. I, See, yeah. this is. Okay. <laughs> I have an Oculus Quest Two. That's the device I have, right? <laughs> I don't know why you're confused about this. There's only like five <laughs> different SKUs. Uh, but no, I have a Quest 2, which I upgraded yeah. from a Quest 1. And then I that's an upgrade from an original Oculus Rift. Okay, so, so let I've me... In all right.
0: Early. So you've, you've had all three? Yeah. The, I didn't have a Rift S. That's the one I skipped. Okay, let me ask you this then. Um, I understand that what we've done in these generations is we've moved away from having to be tethered to an actual gaming rig... Um, and so the, the, the quest two is the first one that's completely standalone or where they were moving to this halfway. Well, there was the original Oculus quest. The quest one was wireless,
1: which was that to me, like as much as I sort of appreciated VR and like played it and was interested in it and enjoyed it. To me, that's the line to cross quest one. When you get rid of the cable for things really were like, okay, now I feel like I can recommend this to everyone and not just sort of people who are you know, techno files. We're just interested in new technology,
0: you know? See, ultimately the question in doing these episodes is, am I at that point? Could I recommend this to anyone yet? But um, let me just ask fair, you real quick. Yeah. From, from one to two, what was the, the graphics? Was there like a significant boop, boost up in, in terms of like graphics and things like that?
1: No, uh, the big, I mean, honestly, no, not really. It's mm-hmm. a lighter headset. It's, it, looks, it looks nicer. And then the, the screen resolution is better. Um, And the frame rate's a little better. I'd like, here's the place where I noticed it. So I played Half-Life Alex last Mm -hmm. year, which was like, you know, Valve made the game. It's really meant for like a really good PC rig. You have like the Valve Index, which is like the uh, Mm high-end VR headset, but you can play it with a Quest by plugging in your Quest and doing Oculus Link, which lets you play, you know, those types of games, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I played Half-Life Alex on my Quest 1, Connected to my PC and it was fine. It was good. I had to upgrade my graphics card, but like it was, it was good overall. And then the big thing I noticed going from Quest 2 and revisiting that game was it's just generally smoother. The frame rate's a little better. It's a little sharper, but it's not, it's not like a, it wasn't like a console upgrade. It's not going, it's not like going from PS3 to PS4 you know mm-hmm. it's more like going to like it's not
0: generational yeah okay
1: not really i mean i guess oculus could make an argument that it is and if you're going to get a quest get quest 2 don't don't mm-hmm. go back and get mm-hmm. a quest 1 but it's not it's not the it's not a huge upgrade
0: um i want to get into all of the development community and, and what the gaming community thinks of vr but real quick first my only previous experience with VR was like you know at conferences or at, like in a warehouse somewhere in Brooklyn at a tech meetup someone would have it and I'd do the go in and see the painting someone doing painting and stuff like that and mm, yeah, um, total brush. so yeah it's essentially the the visual quality is the same as what I've always seen if the last time I had an experience with it was four or five years ago is there like if I got the full on Oculus now is that a generational a generation beyond, in terms of the quality of the graphics, than what I'm getting on my two. Mm, you know,
1: that's a good question because, like, you that there's like the Oculus Rift S and the Quest Two are like their two; mm-hmm. those are the two choices you have, mm-hmm, right? Mm. And you know, I don't know honestly. Like, I think, I think, I don't think it would be so significant. I don't think you would be blown away by the Rift S necessarily. Now, the the thing about Rift S is like it runs more complicated games. There are some games that you can only play on Rift that are a lot more in depth and visually interesting and like have more detail. But like for me, and maybe this isn't the question you're asking, but for me, I will lose the cable to have a better video game experience than to have like
0: better visuals. You know know? what? the, The question I was asking is, and we'll get into this too, probably the thing that I have been most wowed by is just going on YouTube and like, oh, let me see what uh petra looks like and going to one of those videos those 360 videos of like the great pyramids or petra or angel falls or something like that and i'm like wow this is amazing i want but surely there's if i somewhere out there there's at least 1080p video which i'm not getting or like that's that's obviously the next step right if we can get like 4k in a vr situation yeah and
1: i mean i think valve and oculus are kind of poking at that with index and rift what what's index what's index Index is valves uh proprietary headset that's like if uh Ah, that's valves headset it's a thousand dollars it's like and it's like probably the best way to play half life alex which is probably the best vr game Mm -hmm. i i I like beat saber more but they're very Mm -hmm. different in terms of like showing off what vr can be in the future Mm half-life alex is kind of like the top of the hill you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and yeah, so the index, that's where you're getting into like 1080p, maybe even 4K. I don't, I don't know the details off the top of my head, but that's, that's the best VR headset you can buy right now It's the
0: Valve Index. Okay, so then what, what store has the most on offer? I'm assuming it's the Oculus store or in terms of not just, and I'm not even talking about just games or the best games, but the most. Because let me, let me let me tip my hand a little bit here. I'm simultaneously impressed with the amount of stuff available to me in the Quest store or the Oculus store. Well, I'm getting all of these names horribly wrong, but in the <laughs> Oculus store, um, yeah. I, I'm simultaneously impressed and not impressed. So there's more titles maybe than I thought, but the variety of titles aren't there. So, am I, am I, do I have access to the w- widest variety on the platform that I'm on? Uh,
1: yes. So here's the deal. So, Oculus. Rift probably has the fuller store, mm-hmm. right? The Oculus store is probably fuller because there are games that are exclusive to Oculus. On Steam, the majority of those titles are also available on Steam mm-hmm. and maybe a handful of like Steam exclusive things. And you can use your Quest 2 to play those Steam VR games.
0: Oh, okay. Did not yeah, like
1: you just have to plug your Quest, get a nice long USB-C uh-huh. cable. Like I think I have a six foot one. You plug in your Quest into your PC, and then uh-huh. you can play using Oculus Link. You can play uh, Steam games. That's how I played Half Life Alex. I keep talking gotcha. about Half Life Alex, but yeah. I, it's it it's one of those things that's a li- it's needlessly complicated. It's a lot of troubleshooting, and it's also troubleshooting where you're wearing a visor, so it's very headache inducing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, but it works. It does work. You can you can play like top of the line Steam and Oculus VR games with your Quest plugged in. Well,
0: the, the real problem is, is there's not a PC in this house, so that would be a whole other investment for me. But, <laughs> right, um, yeah, right. OK, so that does get into the meat of what I want to know about. Um, I've done some stories just last week about, I think, like Beat Saber announced that they had moved maybe 5 million, sold maybe 5 million copies. And I think, although I lost the story, that the rumor is is that the Quest 2 has sold a million units um so what is what is the gaming industry and by that i mostly mean developers what what does the industry think Mm -hmm. about developing and just the market is it clearly it's a sliver compared to other things but do they think like it's maybe on the cusp of be being something that is interesting
1: yeah so i don't i don't have numbers obviously but like So to get into my background, just in case your listeners don't really know me, like I I wrote for Game Informer magazine for eight years. I was there for a long time. And so I was, we had like right when, right when the Oculus Rift came out, like we had an issue that was like the VR issue, right? And we, I remember getting test kits into the office and like playing early games and stuff like that. And at that time, we kind of went in with the mindset of like, okay, well, this is like a new, this, there'll be Xbox, there'll be Nintendo, and there'll be oculus you know what i mean that's kind of how we felt about it like mm-hmm, it would just be mm-hmm. this other competitive corner of video gaming and now all this time later which is what we're going to maybe like four or five six years later i feel like it has found its spot and mm. like you said like beat saber which is it, the uh, fantastic i played I, I almost literally played every day i love beat saber um has sold gangbusters um there's like i think uh facebook released a blog that said something like five they had five other vr titles that had sold a million copies which was cool and so where we're at now is it's interesting because it's not what i thought it would be where it would be like just as competitive as like the switch you know what i mean it would just be another platform that you know hardcore gamers like me would have in their home but it's increasingly kind of become this like weird separate thing that even non-gamers are kind of getting into like I've I'm like I've heard of people and I've met people who aren't really big video gamers but they do have a headset and they like VR because it does have kind of like what you were talking about earlier it has practical applications beyond video games you know you can kind of Mm -hmm. go around the world and see things I use it to work out like that's my main Mm -hmm. exercise purpose lately is I try to play Oculus like you know at least once a day for 30 minutes and play exercise games and Beat Saber Mm -hmm. because they're very movement centered so it's 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 closer to like the mobile market i feel like where there's a lot of disparate things floating around yeah. that are trying to find their niche as opposed to like someone like me who's like i have an xbox series s x i have a playstation 5 and i got my oculus Rift. like that's not super common it's almost yeah. treated as like you know gamers like it but it's not like a, it's not, a. it's more than a video game machine. You know, it's like 90% a video game machine, but like that 10% is really lifting it up and people are
0: finding it that way. Well, so this is, this gets into my sort of disappointment with what I, what is out there. Obviously, this would have been one of the times where VR should have had its breakthrough moment, like a lot of things, including video conferencing, have had uh, the pandemic times. Now, there are apps on there from companies that are clearly, the, it even says, it's like, well, use this to do remote work with your teams and you can all meet in a space and, you know, whiteboard together and, you know, even, you know, sketch things and and in a 3D environment, especially for, I don't know, architects and things like that. Like, I can see that. But, um, none of it's very good that I've sampled and like I would think there'd be more of that. There's also also a a handful of things that are like, well, watch a movie with your friends and you go into a virtual uh, sort of movie theater. And by the way, all of the, like Netflix and, and Prime Video, they all have apps that essentially you can watch anything you want on a virtual big screen, which is very nice for lying down in bed and stuff. But I'm wondering if like they missed a trick like there is nothing that was like a breakthrough during pandemic times for just, you know, being virtually with other people.
1: Yeah. Right when the pandemic started, I remember, I think it was Funimation was selling tickets to go watch Akira with an Mm. audience in Mm -hmm, Oculus. mm -hmm. And I love Akira. It's like one of my favorite movies. And I like VR, but even I was like, I look at that and I'm like, I I don't want to do that. Like the resolution on the headset just isn't there like yeah, it's yeah. basically like shoving a you know like a, a switch well it's, okay, let me take it back it's better than a switch screen it's like it's a higher resolution than a switch screen but like it just can't look as good as your desktop for work or your 4k tv in your living room it's just it's like you have to accept that limitation in order to participate like i saw this uh which i had never seen until today maybe because you were emailing me about vr Google is like, Oh, let's send this guy some VR ads and stuff. (laughs) But it was like, it was like, yeah, what will like, let's, let's have a workspace, you can have as many monitors as you want. And you can have a virtual keyboard, obviously, you'll Mm -hmm, still be typing, mm -hmm. but there'll be a virtual keyboard. And it's like, that's a really interesting idea. But I'm not going to take that resolution downgrade. Mm. uh, in visuals, I'm not going to be able to see that, that virtual computer monitor as well as I can, if I'm just looking at my standard computer monitor, and it's not worth that dive in quality, you know, I, and I think uh, that's the main thing holding it back from being like a practical workstation thing. It's just, it doesn't look as yeah. good. It's just going to look blurry no matter well,
0: what. Well, also, I think, like, again, you you have to, you can only exist in an avatar-like thing. So until the, the, that you can, like, upload a picture of yourself and they do some sort of uh, machine learning stuff to, like, make your algorithm and then your, your lips move and, like, your your make facial expressions, like, then it's still, you feel like you're in... Second Life 20 years ago, yeah, all over again, yeah. you know? Um, okay, but you, you touched on something. I have a list here of, of some of my takeaways. This is my key number one takeaway, and this is why I'm kind of disappointed. Um, the, obviously, we're talking about how the resolution is still limited, and, and it's early days, so this is a generational thing. Five years from now, we'll be talking completely differently about the quality of, of the video and the graphics and everything. But what strikes me is right now it's good enough if developers accepted the limitations in the sense that have you experienced that, um, frozen two thing that's on the, the Oculus store where like, yeah, I didn't like it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That to me was the most impressive thing because it, it occurred because it felt completely immersive. It felt like I was in the scene with the characters. So I, my takeaway was okay. Right now, the, the equivalent of, say, Pixar animation can be done and it's good enough. Or, or like, um, Breath of the Wild. Like, I know that there is a VR version of Breath of the Wild uh, through the Switch and things like that. But, like, that level of graphics is completely immersive right now. So yeah, like and this, yeah, Quest is
1: totally capable of that. Yeah, a Quest is more powerful than a Switch for sure.
0: So I, I like I'm like so accept those limitations of like well we'll just design a world like Breath of the Wild quality or or Pixar quality and just run with that. And so th- there's not enough that is doing that in my opinion.
1: Yeah, no, I it's funny that just that a quick aside for that Frozen thing. I'm like a I love animation mm-hmm. and like. Disney animation, Pixar animation, and and just like and so I was like, oh man, I can't wait to see what mm. Disney does with virtual reality. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was very underwhelmed
0: by it, but I I, um, I understand why you say that. I understand because it's not it's not the wow, it's not the full artistry that Disney no, animation no. is capable of. But what I my point is is that it was enough. It's that it's that old concept of good enough is good enough for certain technologies. And so again, it's like shit. Do a do a um south park level quality of animation and if you do it the right way that still could be immersive for me yeah Uh, i mean working
1: within your limitations speaking of pixar is like something that's important with new technology like the reason pixar made toy story among a million other reasons was that the technology that they were working on and sort of figuring out could animate plastic really well right it Mm -hmm. could Sort of do that sheen plastic right. really well, which is kind of the hair, like, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, well, let's do a, a movie about toys. And like, I there are games that work within the boundaries of the limitations of Oculus really well. I think the best example is Beat Saber, mm-hmm. like because it's it doesn't it's not like this visual powerhouse. It's all about listening to the music mm-hmm. and just being on this track where things are flying at your face, and it's really engaging and yeah. awesome. And it's like. And that's, and you're right, like, that's what people need to do. There are people who are overreaching on Quest, which leads to a lot of games that, like, have stuttering frame rates, which you can't do in VR. Like, you're just going to get sick if you have stuttering frame rates. For sure.
0: And and my criticism would be, and I know why they're doing this, because the holy grail in a lot of people's minds is if you could do a first-person shooter with perfect fidelity so like you feel like you're in the room (laughs) like so there's a lot Mm. of people trying to do that but then the limitations really become stark for the reasons that you're saying because then it has to be these polygonal sort of things it makes sort of you know wolfenstein 3d sort of style (laughs) but yeah um so right i'm like okay we're not there don't try to do a first person shooter right now don't try to make it you know, Call of Duty. Well, I will pause you there. Okay.
1: Unless you're Valve and you release right. Half Life Alex, because that that works. You know, got but it. it's like, but you but you got to have a killer PC to have it work well. You know. Yeah. And that's well, who God knows how much that game cost. Like <laughs> they've probably been working on it forever.
0: So let me ask you that in terms of just like the. Is it is it like a 10x amount of like development and or like memory and storage? Like if, if you're doing um, a Half Life versus like a Call of Duty, to do a 3D environment, is it significantly more? Like is the file size 30 gigabytes versus five gigabytes? You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. You know, actually, I I believe, and I'm not like you know fully technically proficient in this regard. Mm-hmm. I'm certain, well, it's funny, I have a disclaimer, then I'm like, I'm certain, I'm fairly certain that like Oculus, like Half-Life Alex, I think is a lot smaller file size than the Mm. most recent Call of Duty because they don't have to do 4K textures. 4K textures is what kills video game file sizes. And I mean, Half-Life Alex doesn't run in 4K. It looks great, but it doesn't need those textures. It's a lot of like... 3d objects that you can manipulate in an environment and looks very realistic like if you brian if you haven't like looked up anything about half-life alex just google like you know gameplay and see it because it's it's really it's very impressive
0: i will do that maybe i will find it on the the youtube uh uh vr channel because then it could at least simulate that a little bit for me but oh yeah i'd never
1: considered that that's an interesting idea yeah
0: well something for us to do as soon as we get out here to test that
1: yeah, out like yeah i mean i mean i like i said i i have a decent gaming rig so i was yeah able to play it but yeah for someone who just is interested like casually like you who has a quest like just yeah. to see what it would feel like what it would feel game, like yeah. yeah look up there's probably a good video for that i'm sure yeah
0: in your company. Visit collide.com slash ride to watch a demo and see how it all works. That's dot com slash ride collide.com slash ride. Okay. A few more things. Um, I was impressed with, and there were not a lot more than I thought there would like meditation apps are so huge right now in terms of like, you know, the development space and and there's a million apps that have like billion dollar valuations now in the meditation space. And Mm. the handful of my experiences in terms of the meditation apps in VR, I was like, holy shit, this stuff is really compelling because like, you know, the things where it's like, they start you off to, um, you know, sink your breath, get your breath down. And so you breathe in and the lights, come into your chest. It feels like these, you know, these sparkling stars and then you breathe out and it's like the steam coming out of your butt, like the immersiveness of what was capable in VR. And maybe you don't have an answer for this. This is me just shouting into the void developers. Go (laughs) further in the, um, the meditation space. But like, yeah, that mindfulness, just like calming, relaxing stuff. Oh my God. Or just, you know, smoke a bowl and get high stuff. There should be way more of that on there.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's there, but you would think it would be like, yeah uh huge i mean i i the, the i'm workout stuff is what i'm seeing a lot of mm-hmm, like there's mm-hmm. it's put cuz i'm using a lot and it's pushing me toward them it might just be you know the what's your favorite what's your favorite direction. uh workout app um, so the one that I'm using on Oculus Quest is a is a free one. It's uh, it's just Fit XR, mm-hmm. and what it does is it just gives you a handful of like you want to play this boxing mini game where you have to basically swat away at things as they come at you, and we'll put it to music for ten or fifteen minutes. We can make it intense. You can, you know, do a bunch of crouching if you want. Like that's that's what I've been enjoying. And then there's also uh, another great game that you should check out, Brian, on Quest called Pistol Whip. is mm-hmm. another really it's a really good game. But it's also a good one for, like, getting you to move around and hmm. have to crouch a lot and stuff like that. So I kind of, I play that and and uh, Beat Saber is the third one, which I yeah. try to play on the harder difficulties to try to really, you know, get my heart pumping.
0: The thing I've been experimenting with is I, I convinced um, a friend of mine to get one. And so, like, you know, playing the virtual ping pong and, like, that... Um, that uh, what do you call it you have the bodysuit where you jump off a, a mountainside and then you're racing each other down the mountain in, in those you know wing oh, suits and that. things like no. that well boy that's that cool. that 100% will get you the nausea and headache but <laughs> um <laughs> yeah the, i
1: mean that's, you uh, it, that's gotten a lot better like quest 2 i feel like has gotten to a place where it's it's a lot more comfortable i mean like i said i i remember bringing home an oculus rift uh debug kit and playing like just like the earliest iteration of like a VR roller coaster, and just mm-hmm. being like, "This is really cool. I can do this for three minutes max." Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, the kids, the kids love the the roller coaster one on there too. Which which brings me to another one, which is, um, there should be more building stuff. Like so, uh, like there should uh, there should be the equivalent of Roblox. There should be a there should be a Lego whatever. Because like for example, the thing that the kids use a lot is. Angry Birds um which of course there's an Angry Birds version on there where you can like sit there and shoot the slingshot yourself with your two hands but what they like to do is build the levels because it puts a table right in front of them they've got the palette of blocks and things like that um and there's another one I just downloaded this weekend that you can sort of make these sort of like Rube Goldberg machines so you've got a bunch of tools in a room and you make the ball come down the channel and then knock down you know um, dominoes and things like that but that immersive building stuff because you know i've got a a six-year-old right now that is that has finally discovered minecraft and is nothing but minecraft and like so there should be more virtual building stuff and i'm kind of surprised that there's not
1: yeah because i mean one of the most fun things to do in vr is it sounds silly when you say it out loud but like honest to god one of the most fun things to do is vr is to pick up an object and look at it Mm -hmm. like it's like one of the most tactile things it's like one of the first Sort of like moments of like oh this is interesting this is this is different than your standard video game it's just picking up a block and rotating it in your hand and looking at it and then putting it down and yeah it is it is surprising that someone hasn't found a really fun way to gamify that you know in vr like i like that angry birds vr game is super fun you know it's just like just turns out it's fun to throw rocks at structures and watch them fall down like you know and in vr it's really it, it works well
0: um my one more, this is, this is a personal one, and maybe, maybe this exists and I'm unaware of it, but and this is dumb. But when you log in, like that home screen or whatever, and you can pick like a virtual environment to be in. And I love the one where you're like in a cyberpunk city or something like that, looking out the window. Yeah. And it's like, I could hang out there. If I could do things like, okay, can I sync a Spotify playlist into this? Because you can walk around the room, right? Um, you could uh, sit down. What I would love is to be able to sync a playlist to it, and then maybe bring up an ebook that I can just scroll in front of my play in front of my face in some cool virtual environment, and give me, you know, two hundred to choose from. I want to be at the top of a mountain or something like that. Like, yeah, I especially again, this is a pandemic thing. Like, if I could just have a chill place to hang out in and read a book for a half an hour like i love to do that like where is that on there
1: yeah that's it you know it's funny i i think i think there's a hesitancy to create experiences that require you to be there for like really extended periods Mm. of time like i think even my favorite games are ones that you play for like at most like an hour Mm. and then you're and then you kind of hit your limit at least i hit my limit so yeah, I don't know. I guess cause like that's an interesting idea of just like, can you please give me more just hangout spaces? They yeah. exist, but they're really limited. And yeah, I wonder if it's I wonder if it's just a hesitancy on Oculus's part to be like, we're not sure if it's good for humans to be in here for four hours, you know?
0: <laughs> or if you it, you know, look. If if especially for parents, if you could have a place where you could go for fifteen minutes and check out of <laughs> of your world, especially in a pandemic environment, and I yeah. don't know, scroll through Instagram. Instagram should have an app where you can just scroll through your feed um, in various environments, and and you can play chill music in the background, and you can just sit in an easy chair and do that for fifteen minutes. Like I. There
1: was. Uh, I'm less invested in PlayStation VR. Uh, there are some really great PSVR games like Astrobot and stuff. But I do remember there was. I was just looking through its free store, and they did have something which I don't know if it's on Quest. But basically, it was like you would sit on a beach, mm-hmm. and they would, you know, it'd be real 3 360 degree camera footage of like various beaches across the world. I remember sitting on a beach in Japan, and I'm an iPhone guy. But if you had an Android phone, you could sync it. Hmm. with your account and then it would show you your clock and like y- your text messages would be superimposed on the beach. and right. stuff like that. And that would that was one that's like expressing what you're interested in, where it's yeah, like, because you, see things the, from the outside world into this hangout zone that you think f- f- figured out, you know?
0: Right, right. And, and interestingly enough, maybe why I was primed to want that is because all of the AR stuff that I saw at CES last year that, that I was able to demo, it was doing things like that, like you'd put on the ar glasses and you can have your tv running over here so you can be watching the game or something and over here set it up so that your instagram feed is scrolling right and that mm. was sort of the concept it's it's like you could be chilling and living your normal life and still be in the same room as other people so being able to interact but in your field of view here's something that you want to be watching and here's checking the insta and all that stuff yeah, um, that's cool yeah so that that seemed to be the direction that ar was going into and so i'm wondering why it's missing in in vr um yeah i don't know so final question because this leads us to the the rumors about the um apple vr thing um the you know still heavy in the rumor section right now but um rumor currently right now is that they're going to come in way at the high end like a three thousand dollar machine with the understanding that this is probably one of those things that if they do it, they want to they want to have learnings for a few years. With the ultimate goal, they want the eyeglasses, the lowercase eyeglasses that they'll have someday. That yeah. they they're visualizing that as the maybe iPhone replacement ten years from now, right? The thing that everyone will own and will use constantly. Um, so maybe coming in at the high end is just to learn the form factor, learn the technology, and these sorts of things. But what are your thoughts about coming in as at a, at a $3,000 price point? Uh, I won't be buying it. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, but I get it. It's smart, those early adopters. Uh, it's such a weird system that we keep buying into that works really well, and I'm guilty of it too, is that early adopters pay premium price for the broken version of stuff so that they can give feedback to get it fixed to be cheaper for the secondary consumers (laughs) later (laughs) and that's like it works and it's gonna work here probably and I mean that's what I think they're trying to do right is like get the sort of tech obsessed early early adopter people to try it out and give them feedback on it and see if it's something worth pursuing or if it's dead there at that you know that early stage Um, I like Apple hardware I'm talking to you on a MacBook Pro and you know with my iPhone I think I want to try that headset on my face. I bet it will be very comfortable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm a video game first kind of guy, and I don't foresee Apple having any video games that would outdo. I what thought of Oculus that too. Has already, what, like, uh, Facebook has already
0: invested into VR. You it, know? Uh, there's no indication that we've seen that Apple can create a decent gaming ecosystem. Um, and then, no. and then here's my... I mean, Apple Arcade is solid. I
1: lo- There's a lot of good stuff on Apple Arcade, but it's all yeah. third-party developers that are signing contracts, you know, which all those games come out on other platforms, and that's where I play them. I just wait them out, you know?
0: Well, the other thing that I'm thinking is, and this gets back to what we said at the very beginning, which is, would I recommend this? You know, there was a time when I was like, well, my mom will never want an iPhone, Right. So I, sure. it, you, you never want to say, oh, this is never for normal people. But would I recommend this yet for normal people? I don't think I would because there's not enough there yet. I can see, unlike you, that a month from now, I will have realized that it's been sitting collecting dust for a month. I don't see anything compelling enough for me to do. Although Settlers of Catan just came out or something. I want to try that. Yeah. Um, Myst, also I have- like...
1: Yeah, miss. I was just gonna say miss. Yeah, that's yeah. so
0: wild. Yeah. Well, and that's an example of what I was talking that's about. Nostalgia, like, though. You but know. that's that's an example of those graphics work for yeah. this this device, right? Um, but anyway, so my point being, at a three thousand dollar price point, something that is still sort of a luxury, but not a compelling device. Um, there's no way you'll get traction at three thousand dollars. You know. Yeah. um and maybe
1: they don't want to right like yeah. maybe that's not their goal but I, I agree with you for sure
0: um kyle thank you thank you for taking the time to uh to sit down and do this i know that there yeah. are people that are listening that were huge fans of the gaming ride home and um we miss it and we miss you and maybe someday in some future we can bring that back
1: yeah thank you i appreciate that yeah i, I miss it too i enjoyed doing it and I'm i'm always happy to hear when people um We'll pop in and say hello. I still have control of that Twitter account. Is that okay, Brian? I still go <laughs> yeah. and like tweets sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. and Do that. And 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 plug plug the the podcast that uh, you're you're still doing that you were doing before you you started that even. Oh yeah. So
1: I'm if you want to hear me talk about video games, uh, I'm over at MinMax, which is two ends like Minnesota M I N N M A X, We're a Patreon YouTube channel, weekly podcast, all kinds of fun stuff. So yeah, check me out there. And then also now my day job is I work for Game Mill Entertainment and we, uh, you know, we publish games like uh, the Cobra Kai video game and Nickelodeon Kart Racers 2. Awesome. So, you know, if you buy those games, that supports me financially. So there you go. <laughs> uh, wait, Brian, before we, before we yeah. end it, have you played Beat Saber? I didn't get a sense. Yes, of I, have. I have. I have. Okay, I'm cool.
0: not necessarily impressed. But maybe that's because I don't want to exercise. Maybe, maybe I need well, to get motivated. Not, yeah. It's 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 not an exercise game. It's a music game. But, I'll tell I mean, you, if you okay, play okay, it, then, then you
1: know what it, it is. You know?
0: I've played it, but you know what it feels like to me? It's like, I used to do this and it was called Garage Band. Like, I don't know if that's getting too analytical about it. I understand uh, that it's the same sort of thing. Whereas as opposed to, well, I've got to hit the buttons when they come down Tetris style. Now I've just got to swing these joysticks uh I, it's it's to me it feels exactly like playing um garage band because no, all you real doing, quick when you say do yeah. you mean rock band
1: is rock that band ro- uh,
0: sorry rock okay band, just yes. want to make sure that i was
1: like because uh, garage band is creation software garage band right
0: garage band is what i'm going to put this podcast again rock band uh, yes, is what it I is, mean. it is yeah.
1: it is that genre a hundred percent yeah
0: Where it's just get the rhythm down and 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 play to the rhythm and that's what it is. And so I don't know, maybe Rock Band was fun to play with a bunch of people, but I don't think I would ever, I ever once played Rock Band by myself. Got okay. See, I was the kind of guy
1: that enjoyed Rock Band on my own, like getting high scores and really investing in the music from like a a gameplay perspective. So that's why Beat Saber really clicks with me, is it's like lets you really focus on the music and swing your arms around and have lightsabers like a madman.
0: Yeah. So listen, uh, don't let me shitting on it uh, discourage people because <laughs> everyone is pretty universal on saying Beat Saber is the best, at least right now. So
1: yeah, I mean, um, if like, that's the thing, like recommendation to people. It's mm-hmm. like, try Beat Saber. And if, if you're not, if that's like not fun for you, then like, then maybe wait a couple more years before you re- revisit VR. But if you play that and you're like, this is cool. Like, there's stuff there that you'll like beyond that, you know?
0: All right, that was Kyle. Now on to Seth. Don't forget, give Seth a follow on Twitter. There's a link to his handle in the show notes. Uh, give me your your VR or gaming bona fides and let me know uh, your your experience with VR up until this point.
2: All right. Uh, I've been a PC gamer for a long time. I really, really enjoy a lot of different games. I've been a little bit more on the competitive side. Uh, never really delved into first-person shooters that much. Uh, just to give my own background there. But uh, when it when I brought that to VR, I wanted to see where I what I would like, and I initially. Uh, you can look anywhere and see something about Beat Saber. Mm -hmm. Uh, I played a little bit of Dance Dance Revolution, games like that back in the day, uh, Mm -hmm. Guitar Hero, yada, yada. So I decided to hop into that. Absolutely fell in love with it. It's probably my favorite version of one of those games. I mean, the idea of just having Beat Sabers that you're flinging around and everything. And uh, I I get a great exercise with it every single day.
0: Can I, Uh, let me, this is the first one. Let me interrupt you right there. So I have played it maybe for 30 minutes. Um, Are you able to, is it one of those ones where you can in app buy different music? Like, or like how, what's, what's the limitations in terms of the different songs and stuff that you can play to.
2: Okay. So uh, they release their own music packs Uh, and you can buy any of those. I'm pretty sure you can download custom music packs that other people make, though. Mm -hmm. I haven't delved into that experience to try it myself. I've only ordered all of the ones that they offer. But uh, the downside to the way they've got it set up is there's two different stores. You've got the Rift store, and then you've got the Quest store. And literally, you have to buy every single music pack and the game itself on the store of your choice. So that means that if you like buy it on the Quest store, it, you don't have it on the Rift store. Mm-hmm. And then you, if you want to play, uh, say, you want to connect it to your computer and get 90 frames per second, I'm pretty sure there's no way to get 90 frames per second unless you're connected to the computer. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so you would actually have to have the Rift version of that game. Uh, it, to me, what makes the Quest such an amazing console at this point is that it's standalone and the quest Two it finally hit a threshold where I think there's can be a lot of really good content on it at a decent uh, resolution and frame rate. So, well,
0: yeah, let me, let me interrupt you again. Um, So you were the one that even turned me on to the fact that I, I, although it came with a a USB connection, so I can, if I have a, 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 decently powered PC, I can go get these better apps, like, you know, I looked at the store. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there are certain games that are only available if you go to the full Oculus store. But aside from frame rate, is there? Do I also get better resolution? Like, can you get like 4K stuff, or or is it or is it just the frame rate and, and the more complicated games if you step up to that next level? Uh,
2: I'm not exactly sure of the. Exact lines on everything. Um, I'm sure so, yeah. that the Quest 2 is capable of more than I thought it would be standalone, uh-huh. and it's going to only get better from version to version. So I'm sure any game that there's a restriction on now, five years from now, that'll be blown out of the water. Right. But um, as of now, when you connect, uh, the difference in the fidelity of games that are available once you're connected are pretty massive. It, it's like. So in say I go into Beat Saber, it mm-hmm. sends you into this universe and it looks great. But all of these, uh, the fidelity is created using uh, a, a type of graphical engine, I believe, that uh, allows you to do so uh, at a much it's simple objects, even though it's
0: more polygony or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, 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 Something
2: like that. But then when you jump into the full games, these are built in unity. They're huge bulky Mm. games that the storage alone would be a lot of what's on your device. Even if you got the 256 gigabyte version. Right. Uh, and then on top of that, there's just a lot of processing power that the computer can do for you.
0: Um, the, uh, yeah. So the, the, Do you know in terms of is this your first generation that you've had or have you had like the Oculus whatever before?
2: I've done a lot of research between the various versions and Uh, I was considering getting a Valve Index before I got the Quest 2. Gotcha. uh, But I have not tried any of the other ones now.
0: Okay, so I just and you don't have to know the answer to this, but just to get a sense of um, do we feel like we're on a generational thing where it's like, okay, we've just, with this generation, gotten good enough that you can recommend it to most people, but if you're on the fence, if you wait five years, then it'll be the equivalent of, I don't know, the jump from PS2 to PS3 or something like that, you know what I'm
2: saying? I mean, if you wait five years, I think it's going to be a pretty developed market at that point. Mm. I think there's a lot of developers getting in now that they can see the stores grown so much. There were more Oculus Quest 2 sold than... Uh, I think, like, the rest of the VR market combined or something, yeah. it just it really has blown things out of proportion. The only scary thing here is Facebook has their whole you-have-to-connect-with-a-Facebook-account right, thing right, right. going on, and then uh, so we want good competition in the market.
0: So um, can I go Can I go to other stores using this thing? Like, could I go to Valve if I connected to a PC and, and use the Valve store?
2: Yeah, I, I'm doing it right now. Um, you can connect uh, once you connect to your PC, you just get Steam VR, and then mm-hmm. through Steam VR, you can access everything that's over there.
0: Uh, what about things like like PlayStation, or or is it all sort of platformed and off limits <laughs> for that sort of stuff?
2: Yeah, that's mostly exclusive. Yeah. But um, you'd be kind of surprised what you could find on the Oculus Store. They, mm. uh, I'm not sure how it's all split up right now because it's a, it's evolving really really fast with the uh, new platforms and everything. But um. On the Oculus, some games you can find if you search for them, but they will never come up in any kind of browsing or anything like that. So you have to specifically know the name to find them. And uh, that I think the how that happens is becoming a little bit more defined moving forward. I, I was just listening to something about it, but I can't remember. The it, it might have now. been
0: it might have been me because I think I did a story about that recently. About oh, like, maybe that was <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> um, so th- okay, that's number one. I need you to send me a list of those things that I need to know to type in <laughs> to, to find. Because um, yeah, I, I I'm I'm sort of impressed with the amount of stuff that's available. I'm sort of impressed and not impressed at the same time. There's more. Variety of things available, but then like the things that I'm interested in, like there's not enough. um it, Have you noticed? So you've had it for what? It's only been out for what six months now, or something like that. Have you have you noticed it evolving quickly? Like there's games coming on a regular clip to the store.
2: I think it is evolving somewhat quickly. um it, You pretty much know what you're getting from Facebook's direction, and they're creating a lot of the more premium content that I'm enjoying. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff in uh, the Uh, Valve's world as well. Like, I was just watching uh, something with a whole bunch of new games coming out, Um, a lot of interesting type ideas that we Could potentially want to go into the first yeah. person shooter market. Seems like there's a, a lot of different stuff coming out. Half Life was really big, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but out of those, I, I it's hard for me to get into a lot of them. Super Hot was the one that just caught me completely off guard, and I really enjoyed it because you can move as slowly as you want to, and time moves at the same pace as
0: right. Your- that's the one there, where. Yeah. Time speeds up or slows down depending on your movement. It's sort of like a, a tenant
2: yeah. <laughs> style game or something. Like, you end up dodging bullets very, yeah. like, literally, and it's awesome. You just stand there and you're looking at it, and you're like, it's right yeah. in front of my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you quickly move. Zoom
0: goes fast. Right. Or like you're yeah. in a bar setting, and two guys are coming at you with broken off bottles, and you got to uh-huh. like fight them. Like, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> um, the. Let me ask you this. Uh, again, uh, I've had it for, what, two weeks now? Um, the first week that I had it, they didn't enter. They didn't ask me to try the hand tracking thing where you can like point with your. You can put the controllers down and point with your hands. Did they just introduce that, or is that just something that they didn't uh, show me right away?
2: I don't know. I literally just got the notification to try that out myself. a okay, Couple days ago. Yeah. I right. personally hadn't tried it out much. Uh, my mom uh, a few months ago came over to my house, and I showed her the first game for me to show her was uh, called Wolfs in the Walls. It's uh, like kind of an interactive movie type thing. Mm-hmm, really simplistic. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes all the graphics around you are just black but then you see like a single character that's talking to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, really innocent childy game but they did such a good job fine tuning it that i'd really recommend it it's like eight bucks in the store but uh i I showed that to my mom and she fell in love with the system so much that she had to buy one Ah. and now uh they're trying out everything and she was immediately oh have you tried it with just your hands i played this game with it and this game with it so there's definitely some games that are created just specifically uh with that in mind and i'm hoping as time moves forward uh it becomes more like that because any interactions that can be done with just your hands that feel uh, very fluid will bring the platform to life all the more. The controllers can be the clunkiest part, but... Well,
0: actually, at least right now, I I prefer using the controllers because I Uh, can't get the hands to work quite as well. (laughs) ZocDoc.com slash techmeme and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash techmeme. ZocDoc.com slash techmeme. Let's be real for a minute. Most guys would wear a t-shirt every day of their lives if they could. The problem is that most t-shirts are not acceptable to wear at work or out on a hot date night. But today's sponsor, Cuts Um, I, I, uh, I want to save some of your recommendations of things to download to the end, but just just two things, again, you being my sort of uh, guide into this world. Um, I had heard all of these years about the nausea that you can do it, <laughs> that, that it induces, <laughs> and um, I did it for two hours straight this past weekend. And I was doing that game where you put on one of those flying squirrel suits or whatever, where you jump off a cliff and glide <laughs> down a mountain or whatever, and you're racing other people. And like after doing that for 45 minutes, I was completely disassociative. I was like, I I felt like I wasn't in the real world anymore. I had nausea Mm -hmm. for about six hours. Is there any trick that uh, that you've acquired? Is there any way to reduce that or that's just what you get?
2: uh so for me personally i definitely get some of that uh when i first got the platform i was trying everything out and uh it really depends on the game i think i think as the technology gets better that's going to reduce i heard Mm -hmm. the frame rate can definitely make a huge difference on Mm -hmm. your sickness feeling but if you're playing games where you're flying around like that i think it's kind of inevitable and when i first got it i got so bad like you said i was questioning the simulation theory to a greater extent, just based on the feelings of I was was in this other
0: There were two things. I had straight up nausea for a good six hours afterwards. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of didn't want to eat, but it was, I remember like walking downstairs and, you know, my kids are in the living room and it was like, it was like that. It was like, I'm not here. I'm (laughs) like, I, I don't feel like I'm present in this room. So like, yeah, it was a weird sort of like, I, I got, I got too high sort of thing, but, um, the uh, the other thing that I've experienced is, you know, look, I other headsets that I have tried on maybe four or five years ago were straight-up heavy, shitty experiences. This is, I, I'm sure, state-of-the-art in terms of this is as light as you're going to get right now. It's not an uncomfortable thing to use, but it is, <laughs> again, after using it for two hours this weekend, The my... <laughs> It's like, if you want to like work up the muscles in your eyebrows, I realized like I had fatigue right here, like right above my eyebrows. And it was just, I realized from like essentially using like my, to hold the thing in place.
2: Right. (laughs) Oh, that I never experienced. I bought the elite. uh, Oh, okay. Right off the bat. It makes all the difference. Really? Um, Yeah. Let me just grab it right here. So you can see. So, um, with the elite, head strap, Uh it
0: Uh. has this little
2: turning thing here, and you can get really, really on your head with it, and it doesn't come back at all.
0: I need that just for being able to put put it on the kids' head to be because you should see all these videos of my kids like they they're they're using the controller with one hand and they're holding it with the other hand which maybe they still <laughs> need to because I mean they're four and six so I don't know
2: but well, it, yeah for various people it also is going to make all the difference because yeah. you don't have to resize it in some That's annoying it, right. way exactly yeah. yeah they sell a lot of third party ones online as well uh, I haven't talked to my mom she bought one of them I don't know how well it worked I just know that. I like this one a lot. It's comfortable, but I, it's already my second one, and the device is pretty new. I dropped it one time, and uh, it cracked on both sides, and then a couple ah. days later, completely snapped in half. They replaced it for free, uh, but I don't know if it's like got some kind of just weakness there. I mean, I did drop it, but yeah, yeah. It, the rest of the device is perfectly fine.
0: Well, that's what's going to happen to mine. The kids are going to yeah. drop it <laughs> at some point. Um, uh, yeah, you turned me on to the fact that you can mirror to your smartphone, which has helped me, because I realized, you know, again, a four and a six-year-old, uh, it's a lot of like, Papa, how do I get back to this screen and that screen? But but when it's on the TV, I can do it because I can see what they're doing, you know. Yeah. But I realized I was like, well, I, I guys, I can't help you because I can't see what you're seeing, and so that was that was uh, amazing. Is there anything else like that that I'm not aware of, like the? Um, um
2: it, well, I mean, you can connect some stuff up with your computer. So once it is connected to the computer, mm. you can full screen it there. Right. And I think uh, if you were actually going for like the, uh, seeing everything as live as possible, that's really the only way to do it because yeah. doing it through the Oculus app already has a delay, then yeah. any kind of streaming past that just blows it through the roof. It's the only way I've really tried it thus far because every time I want to show someone else, it's like, it's gotta be on my TV in the living room and that's the Apple TV, but it, it Kind of sucks. I wish Oculus would come out with an app for that, uh, along with uh, Spotify needs to better their app so I can see video in there.
0: Okay, wait, there is a Spotify app?
2: For the Apple TV, there oh, is. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. No, uh, for, but, the for
0: the Oculus. Oh,
2: for no, no, the, no, no, no I, I was talking too. about Apple TV. Oh, just oh, okay. <laughs> similar annoyance that would both. Spotify and the Oculus app—they need to get their video stuff with the Apple TV on point.
0: Yeah, well, see, that's what I'm saying. I want to, I want a Spotify one. I want to be able to do playlists to to upload into Beat Saber. I want to. There's, there's lots of, (laughs) there's lots of wish list checkbox items that I want. Um, All right, so to wrap it up, like, just if you off the top of your head, like, um, rattle off some things that you think I should try. Um, and some of them maybe I've already tried, but, but, uh, tell me what you love.
2: All right. Uh, well, I told you the original three already beat saber, super hot and, uh, table tennis. Oh, also, uh, the table tennis. I didn't show you that.
0: Oh, Um, okay. So wait, there's there's, cause uh, is that the uh, one that I have? I got a ping pong one, but I don't remember. Yeah.
2: I bought this one off of Etsy. Someone literally 3d printed it, which considering I design and print stuff off a little bit here and there, it's really got me wanting a 3d printer now so I can start finding alternative ways of making some money. But yeah, just yeah. put it on like that. And it, it's legit. Oh, the only yeah. thing that makes this not like real ping pong, uh, is that when you're playing, it's a little top heavy, uh-huh. but which you're only going to really care about it. Top level. I, yeah. I, I was one of the better players in my college. So <laughs> I, I got but, pretty picky with this, but
0: hey, hey, humble brag there, buddy.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is, a amazing how good it is like you won't believe how yes. good the ping pong is until you play that game. Yeah, it's that's just the, phenomenal.
0: In terms of, I only, you know what? I need to get your um, your user ID or whatever because yes, the, the the one friend that I have on there, so far the best multiplayer experience that I've had is is the, the ping pong stuff, mm-hmm. is the table tennis, I should say. Um,
2: yeah, and there's lots of other multiplayer type stuff you can do on there. I haven't messed around with as much of it. People love VR chat, but it's nerdy as anything. People mm-hmm. love a whole lot of these different things. I think a lot of them are developing. And once we get some more solid platforms that allow people to congregate with more like-minded people rather than just a random group of people where everyone says whatever, uh, we'll get a lot more really cool social experiences on there. But um, I know you asked about all the games. Uh, The other ones, I played a little bit of Poker Stars. If you like Mm, poker, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, go gamble with some fake money. It's uh, pretty realistic, a little bit more childish that, than going to an actual casino. Is but, that
0: multiplayer too? Uh, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's
2: all it really is. Yeah, uh, yeah. They've got some little like slot machines and stuff in there, but I don't know why you'd waste your time on that yeah, <laughs> with yeah. fake money. Um, then um, let's see. I played, a, what was it? The VR game, uh, Orbis VR, is it? Huh. Uh, for a while. And that was. The first like online multiplayer MMO that VR game, they were bragging about it. And I, I really always wanted to hop into that atmosphere and try it out. It, the thing is, at the end of the day, for a PC gamer, making the transition isn't gonna be this year to where you're playing your main games that you love on PC all of a sudden over here in the Mm. VR world. And I think that's the reason we're not seeing like World of Warcraft VR and all of those just because of how much, uh, it's a completely different experience and your controls don't give you the same degree of control as just a mouse and keyboard do right now. As time continues and as they get better with it, you'll get there, but it's just not there um
0: is there a minecraft vr
2: yes uh in order to do minecraft vr i believe you have to buy the game through the microsoft store Uh and then i'm not sure if it costs money or not but you have to get the game through uh the oculus store then and then they work together and so you could technically like take over the controls on your pc but you'd probably get who's ever playing real sick if you did that
0: well Uh, but but i would also need a pc i'd need to hook that up to a pc to do that i'm guessing
2: Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: So that's kind of out unless I'm going to plunk down some money on a PC. Um,
2: I just built a gaming PC this year. I put about two grand into it, but you mm -hmm. could get one for half that price that runs anything besides like the top level games. But if you went all out and got a graphics card of this year, I think that's Uh the only way you'd be able to like max out the frames per second on like if you were to watch just straight video content on there. Uh, the device is pretty hard to max out with a good gaming PC nowadays. Still, it, it can handle a lot with um, the connection. But
0: the uh, so bottom line, the one game that you would have anyone try, I'm assuming, is um, Beat Saber.
2: Yeah, yeah, I play that uh, half hour to an hour every single morning. I'm uh, expert plus, beaten all the songs in the game outside of the like the default ones they give you on the final page those songs are all crazy even on extreme they're, they're nowhere near as dif- or at regular expert they're nowhere near mm. but most songs on expert plus is on the ease of difficulty it's a it's crazy how hard they make those in comparison but yeah it's a uh, it's fun i i feel like it's counteracts a lot of my exercising i do in the evening it gets me nice and stretched out in the morning and i feel good
0: well, you're the second person today that told me that that Beat Saber has become their uh, actual workout routine. But <laughs> um, all right, so Seth, uh, number one, thank you for being a listener. <laughs> uh, number two, thanks for uh, answering my bat signal when I got the device to to lead me through that. And number three, thanks for coming on to tell everybody about it.
2: For sure, I really enjoyed it. Um, a- a- anyone that wants to. Uh, contact me. I guess yeah. they can do so through. If you uh, want
0: anything, if you want to plug anything, i mean like tell tell us tell us about you. Tell us whatever your socials, whatever you want.
2: Uh, all right. My uh, Twitter is uh, SethMr1989, and um, I, I post a lot of random everything, tech, politics, yada yada. Uh, and then um, I yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> cool. I, I, I'm a I'm a mobile developer at uh. The lead mobile developer at Vimvest. It's a startup company in Sarasota, Florida, and we, it allows you to invest, save, and give all in the same place. And been there for a few years now. I really enjoy it. So. Well, see,
0: I, I don't know if you heard me, heard today's episode yet, but I, I kind of shat on Southwest Florida. Because <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Fort Myers. Um, I don't know if you knew that. But um, which is just about an hour south of Sarasota. But uh,
2: yeah, I almost tried to meet up with you one time when you said you were down there, but oh, I, yeah? I ended up being busy. Yeah, you you were like offering oh, to right, meet right. up with people. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't. I, I guess I wasn't as big of a fan as I am now, maybe. I, I don't know. I,
0: well. So ignore what I said on today's episode that there's not a tech scene in Southwest Florida because Seth is proof that there is a tech scene or at least a gaming development scene. Okay.
2: I live in North Carolina now, but I still work for the same company.
0: Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. (laughs)